Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH post show for September 7th already. Very happy to have you here. Very happy to have Reg back after he was schmoozing at Stylecast with the wonderful crew in Chicago that went to what ended up being a fantastic pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. But we're here to talk. ROH today. We're going to talk a little bit about StarCast too, but before we do, I'll remind you that wrestling is for everyone, Fightful is for everyone, and I'll remind you to send in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. Also remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select because CM Punk Watch continues forever, so get your daily dose of CM Punk. What have you been doing, Kate? (laughs) He's been... uh, you know what? I'm starting to think that this guy's a little bit of a troublemaker. Right? You think so? <laughs> I think so. I think maybe my I hadn't heard like uh, 35 to 40 stories about it. Nope. Zero. No. 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 Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Not me. Please. I, I tweeted this a while ago. Like, if wrestling has shown me anything, it's like, I'm a little bitch. Okay? Yeah. Like, I am running. I am right. running if someone tries to throw a punch. I don't defend myself. I thought myself. the point of this is to not do that this is fake doing that like i don't have to be tough because we're fake doing this yeah i thought that that's what i thought the deal was too but i think everybody's on different pages i don't know Mm. i don't know reg but hey there's a lot more at fightfulselect.com other than cm punk drama there's other drama all over the place but there's contract news we got more coming up uh we've got more pay-per-views on the horizon that's for damn sure we got wrestle dream around the corner we've got roh pay-per-view goodness coming up as well in grand slam his passport isn't good apparently or something tiny tear in it (laughs) there's all sorts of stuff happening at fightfulselect.com including if you were at starcast and you saw the grapsity boys in person you can get ask grapsity behind the paywall every two weeks you also get alex pulowski and i doing paywall pay-per-view post shows if you want to check something out that's not on the main channel it's a little more exclusive (laughs) we're not talking any of that tonight we're talking ring of honor yes uh i thought it was kind of a a mixed bag of a show we got some stories that were continuing and then we also got like 
the best friends are around breaking Every time. the the, the light skin condition that why does it always feel like it's here? like oh the best friends are here we should put them in a match but like yeah, they oh, knew they were gonna be there they're kicking around backstage we'll throw them out there so <laughs> we got a, a little bit of things that were smooshed together but we did get some storylines advancing what were your thoughts kind of overall and tell us a little bit about starcast put yourself over tell us how great it was to all meet all, right. all the regular people that came to see you uh it was amazing of course uh got to meet a bunch of people that i see their names in various chats throughout these podcasts i'm in here yeah. reggie simmons was out there uh at all yeah. out, which okay. was great to meet uh but yeah it was amazing we were on stage doing this and just thinking about all the moments while we're doing the podcast of like yo this podcast started here we did this tony khan thing one time the swole stuff like all this crazy stuff is just going through my mind as we're doing this and i'm like this is cool man but at the end of it it was just like a bunch of cool people telling me and my friends that they love our podcast and i loved it uh nyla rose came on stage to crash the party like just so many great fun moments to be there and uh yeah i loved it uh everybody that supported uh, that day or any day ever, y'all are great. Thank you so much. Uh, this Ring of Honor, I was there for some of these matches, I guess, uh, at the Collision show. So um, it was cool to see them again. But yeah, it felt like at the show when when uh, Tony Nese is talking, and then I'm like, oh, Nihilus Young, uh, Silas Young's interrupting him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think so. Last week, what you missed out on because here's the thing, Reg. Let's talk about when you abandoned me, okay? Yep. First of all, you never tell me. There was one nope. time you told me in advance. I'm always mm-hmm. like, hey, you're not around tonight, are you? So, but more importantly, keep you on them. I get one 19 match episode while you're gone. And last week, SP3 and I stretched out an hour and a half review from a 57 minute episode. <laughs> You're our Goldilocks, man. I might have the blonde hair, but when you're here, the episode lengths are just right. And when you abandon right. ship, man, but there is there is something to that, right? I think we get these kind of off-kilter episodes when collision or the AEW schedule ramps up or down based on pay-per-views and, and things like that. So Correct. a little bit more normal rhythm this week because we were out of that cycle a little bit, but I think probably next week we'll be fully back to normal. But I'll right. tell you what. It feels normal enough when we've got the lovely Athena kicking us off, man. So we get a a fun promo that I'm going to kind of save for the end a little bit. Um, But we kick it off with Athena, with Billy Starks, of course, in her corner, defeating Allison Kay. She Mm -hmm. wins with an O-face after Allison Kay cuts off an O-face attempt, which I really, really liked the end there. And I also just like that we got something a little bit different. I think we're starting to see Athena transform from squashing local talent, squashing local talent to putting over people in losses like Diamante, like we saw. Um, And here, Allison Kay, her reputation kind of precedes her Ring of Honor appearance, right? She talks in her promo about uh, having her debut there in, in 2012, which I thought was really cool. And Allison Kay physically a bigger competitor and also a champion in another promotion. So I just really liked that we had a little bit more meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really refreshing in this match. I loved Allison K hitting this spin out face buster into an ankle lock. That was just like beautifully, beautifully executed. And then post-match Athena wants Billy Starks to throw K into the belt and Billy Starks refuses. So 
continuing that story a little bit, but what did you think of the match? I'm going to smush all the promos together a little bit. Uh, I love a lot to love here uh, in all of this angle. Athena continues to be the MVP of Ring of Honor. She's drug our friend Billy Starks in there, which is making it even better. Starks being like reluctant, but also like, oh, this is cool. It's Athena. She's the champ. But also like Athena's probably going to punch me in the mouth at some point. It's like <laughs> a really great story to tell. I love how they put over Allison K. Big fan of Allison K. I want this to be the Hex, bringing Marty Bell like ASAP because they're a great tag team. But I love how they, you know, get over the point of Allison K is not just some local talent. She's not just the person here to get beat by Athena. She has a pedigree. She has a long list of accomplishments. She's been all over the world and she's one to watch. And that just added the little extra uh, point to this match because we've seen Allison K on the podcast, uh, not on the podcast, on this show before. Oh, grab and- <laughs> just everyone. Allison K is coming over. Jeez. No. <laughs> we've seen Allison K on Ring of Honor before, and it's like I kind of felt like they should have got this point over like they did today before because it was like, well, this is Allison K. Like, let us know who she is. And today they let us know who she is. Capped off by a really fun match with Athena, uh, not just, like you say, in a squash match. Uh, great back and forth. Showed the power of Allison K. Showed that she deserves to be in there. And a great finish. Anytime uh, Athena busts out the O-face, because she saves it now, Kate. It's not just every single match, because it's brutal-looking moves still. Every time she does it, I'm like, that hurts you, too. Like, what's going on? So, yeah. <laughs> but a uh, great finish, I thought. Look, sometimes ladies don't hit the O face every time. You know what I mean? Sometimes the aren't so lucky to have that happen every single time. However, tonight, (laughs) but we do like it. And you guys also like this match. We got some love coming in from you. Uh, Matthew hook saying Billy beating Athena. I like that. We're getting stories. Yes. We're getting a few stories. And what I like not only about this Billy Starks story is it could be her, but it feels less obvious that it's her because we're seeing people like Diamante get built up, though it seems like she's kind of maybe moved over to collision. But we're right. seeing Layla Hirsch come along. Um, we've got Lady Frost in the mix now. Mm-hmm. Trisha Dora, they could put a fire under any time that they want to. So <laughs> Why did they I put her fire it? out? Why did they put it out? I know. I know. It's kind of like she never fully got back on a track after having got a New Japan. But I like the move to join the infantry. I, I'm hoping that we see her get some some big move, moves and wins here soon coming up. But it I, I like that we have multiple real feeling contenders now, so it doesn't feel right. so obvious like that's the person to beat Athena. I also don't know if she's in ROH right now. Maybe they bring someone else in here. Reg, do you have any thoughts? Because this is something we've visited time over time, but now it's starting to feel like maybe we're getting a little bit more real with this. I don't know what's going on here, Kate. It's like, uh, it's, uh, Athena's very confusing and, and as a whole, you know, it's like, she shouldn't be here still. We shouldn't still be seeing her in this position with Billy Starks because she should be up there, collision, main roster, something doing this thing. But while she's here, she's amazing at it. Uh, I don't know. They they have contenders, but they don't have the contender yet. Like there's people right. that I believe in, but there's nobody that is the one to do it yet. And I don't know who that's going to be. This is kind of a, a company wide problem, honestly. It's not just Ring of Honor. It's all of AEW of like who's the next one? Who's the one that's next up? So we're uh, in multiple facets. We're looking for this person. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I feel like if you did want to give it to a Layla Hirsch or a Billy Starks, there's no better way to make them immediately, right, than to have Correct. them beat Athena. So yes. I feel like there's options there if they want to make – it all kind of goes back to the same thing, right, of does ROH have its own identity? Right. If they do, I feel like it should be a Layla, Layla Hirsch or a Trisha Dora or someone that's, like, been working there, kind of coming up through the ranks a little bit because I would love to see the transition from – AW talent having titles to ROH feeling talent having titles. Yes. But who knows, right? Like the the market is so kind of interesting right now. There's I, I think the X factor for me is impact contracts always run so weird and they have the best women's talent, right? Yeah. So it's like someone might just come over from there. Like it doesn't seem to be Jordan Grace. Seems like she's back, no. but like I think Deanna Perazu signed, but it, it just feels like talent cycles out of impact a lot. And that's kind of where you could pull from, or of course, from the indie. So it's an interesting little thing that we get to revisit. Uh, but we also get to visit a chat from Meet Normus, who let me tell you, had a big day Sunday. He had a big day Sunday. Oh, yeah. His second birthday. Because oh, yeah. big meaty men were slapping meat. We were getting holy meat chants and meat forever chants. Mm-hmm. He says, stop partners. Is Swerve the first black AEW champion? Yes. Or does Hobbs, Scorpio, or Keith Lee have a chance to jump him? Still dancing. Meet forever. I think it's Swerve. It's Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. Swerve is the one out of that list that you said. And some of them in that list ain't going to be the one. My big homie Hobbs will be the AEW world champion one day. But as far as right now, Swerve is on that trajectory. Some big things are coming. Big, big things. Yeah, and it just feels that way even with him working at the top of the card, right? We opened Mm -hmm. this feud with Adam Page. I feel like that's former champion. You're going to see him kind of starting to to pick and pull his way into the main title picture sooner than maybe a Keith Lee or a Hobbs, who I think is going to be feuding with Miro for a little bit. I hope. I hope that gets run back like three times. The only one that's uh, that is in that same thing will be Starks, Ricky Starks. I think he has the potential to get to the AEW World Championship uh, in a timely manner, but I don't know if it'll be before Swerve. Right, and it's kind of interesting now because I, I, it feels like maybe they just X out the whole real world's champion thing, yeah. but you could have him like him winning that and having a unification match with MJF or someone mm-hmm. to transfer it. There's a lot of interesting opportunities there with Ricky Stark. So kind of depends on what you mean by the world championship. I think you're talking about the triple B as of right yep. now. So good stuff there. But we move along to Tony Nice and Silas Young. Silas Young coming back into the picture is you had kind of said before, like, huh, that feels like a bit of a random match. And <laughs> Kind of is, but it does continue the Tony Neese story, which honestly, like, I thought this was one of the better Tony Neese matches that we've seen in a little bit. I think Silas Young is a great worker, but this kind of let him pull out some of the more technical stuff that we can see Tony Neese do. And we get Silas Young here trying to roll Neese up, but Neese kicking out um, and sending Young into the ring post and Neese hits the running knees for the win. This is a good little match considering it was kind of just a throwaway. We still got Mark Sterling getting involved and causing all sorts of shenanigans as to be expected. We also got Tony Nese talking about, uh, you know, his his fitness and that the people of Chicago are not necessarily maybe the most fit. I want to know what super fit paradise Tony Nese is. All right, because this is America. 
we're a little bit obese, all right? What crowd are you going to go to that's going to be to your liking? Because yeah. it's a lot of them that aren't making the cut, I think. Yeah, I don't know what his expectations are for these things, but <laughs> I thought this match was a whole heck of a lot of fun. It's kind of nice to see Tony Nese feel like a contender getting some wins under his belt. I don't right. think he's probably going to be your next champion, but he's a great guy if you wanted him in a tournament to feel more important than he usually does mm-hmm. to have him not getting thrown out of a battle Royal first, which is like kind of his <laughs> alley. It always seems like, but him getting wins to make other people feel important by transference, I think is a good spot for him, Rich. Yeah. This is funny because I feel like this is what should have been happening the whole time. They had enough room and time and space to, to build guys like Tony Nese into exactly what you're saying. So when it's time to have like, important number one contenders matches or things like that you guys you got guys like tony needs to do it i like that they finally got around to it because i think tony niece is a very talented person and i think it's showing with a little bit of the crowd getting into it it's the end of the night it's hard but he's still bringing some of them around to his little shtick so i'm really excited about that and uh one because he deserves it and two because there needs to just be more characters and he's going with this 2005 Simon Dean thing. So all in on it. I like it. I think it's great content. Silas Young is another person. That's just uh, a ROH original type that guy that can represent in a good spot like this. So getting Tony needs some wins is good. And over a guy like uh, Silas Young is even better. Yeah, I feel like Silas Young, if you know the brand, you know that he feels important enough to it that getting a win over him means something. And Mm -hmm. if you're less familiar with the brand, you can kind of just look at that guy and just be like, he's a grizzled veteran. He brings something with him whenever he's in the ring. So really, really, really good stuff there. Um, I am excited. I hope this is true. Brandon McMullen saying that Caprice Coleman revealed tonight on a new episode of Ring of Honor commentary that Allison Kay is the newest addition to the ROH Women's Division. I hope that's the case. I didn't see that, but let's hope so because she's a a great piece to add in there. Uh, That would be, honestly, that would be interesting. Would be bring in Marty, boys. Yes, please bring in Marty Bell. <laughs> I tweeted if they want to put it on a t-shirt, I think they should support hex workers. Yes. Always support hex workers. Yes, yes. They're Let's great. Let's do it. Bring I'm buying that t-shirt in. as soon as I can. I'm a little but saucy if... at the beginning of the show, I gotta say. <laughs> it's been a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> but if that's true, no, Allison deserves it. She's a, a great contender, a great spot. She kind of reminds me of Taya in a sense that uh, they kind of work the same and they kind of have like the same kind of background and that they are great to any kind of locker room. So that's a great addition. I really like that comparison. That's a, a good call. They do work similarly and she's just um, she's always so good. I'm always so impressed with men or women who are kind of bigger in their respective divisions, mm-hmm. their ability to sell while still maintaining looking intimidating is something exactly. that I feel like is an underrated part of their arsenal. And she's yep. great at that. I think Miro is one of the best, but like she on the, on the women's side, I don't know if I've seen anybody capture that better of making herself look affected without minimizing um, kind of her stature and, and her right. athleticism. With that wrestlers regard. that are smaller than her, which is like, yes. that's a feat. That's a big feat. That's a, that's an experienced and good professional wrestler right there. Mm-hmm. We love to see that. We do have a little spike in viewership as tends to happen around the 915 mark. So I will just remind you to get in your super chats and your humper chats. If there's anything you want read on the air or any questions that you may have that you want answered. We'll also remind you that the go home to emergence is on the back half of this show. 
with Cresta and Joel. Impact building to a strong pay-per-view. Kevin Knight and Leo Rush, sign me up for that any day of the week. They got some good stuff going. The knockouts are always cooking over there. Um, I'm I'm excited. I really hope we get Deanna and Julia at some point in the near mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. So fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Love to see that. But we've got a lot to love here on ROH, including this Dalton Castle promo. I just love this guy, man. He's he's out here just throwing out fun-sounding words for the hell of it. He's like, do you know what a smorgasbord is? And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not talking about charcuterie. Mm-hmm. He's talking about everything that's going on in ROH. Lexi's backstage with him, and he's complaining about Samoa Joe and Stokely Hathaway, and he's just chugging this bottle of water and saying mm-hmm. that everybody's getting their hands on his boys. This is a whole bunch of fun. Dalton's such a standout, and I'm interested because I feel like it's possible he could be in any title picture, really. You've got the trio's titles that he could join with the boys. You could throw him easily into the world or the TV title contendership picture. But whenever he works AEW, he also gets these pretty big pops. Like, people know who this guy is, Mm -hmm. and that's awesome to see. And there's not a ton in AEW with, like, the same grounded goofiness that Dalton Castle can bring. And I, Mm -hmm. I think he could add a really fun flavor up on the main roster. Uh, what did you think of this promo? And also, what do you feel like might be happening for Dalton Castle? Do you think there's a plan for him somewhere? Um, I lo- This promo was hilarious. Him chugging the drink and Lexi's trying to get him to talk, but he's still drinking. The drink is just like great stuff. He was uh, exactly what Dalton Castle is, kind of like he's jo- he- he's joking, but you take him serious. He's not a joke. Like he tells jokes but you take him serious as a wrestler. And I think that's why he would work well if they like invested on, in him up there. But it feels like here that they've been, he's the only one that they've been really building towards Samoa Joe. Like he's the only one that's been saying Samoa Joe's name every single week, kind of saying that he's been screwed out of the, the world television championship and kind of staking his claim as trying to be the next one, which means, I mean, Maybe he'll be the one to beat Samoa Joe. I don't know. Like, uh, my favorite thing in pro wrestling is when somebody actually calls somebody out. Even if you're not in a feud with someone, you should want to be the champion. You should say the champion's name. You should stake your claim out here. Dalton Castle has continued to do that. I think he might be the one. I don't know. I don't know. It could be a detractor to get me off and somebody else is going to be the one. But it's looking pretty good for Dalton right now. So I'll throw this out there because SP3 said it last week and I agree that sometimes when Tony Khan gets married to longer term plans, he has a bit of trouble flipping the switch. And so SP3 thinks it's Mark Briscoe coming back to dethrone Samoa Joe, Mm. which I don't hate that idea. I know that injury initially had looked pretty severe, but I think it ended up being maybe better than they had initially thought. So fingers crossed that we just get to see Mark Briscoe back in action soon, but I feel like it would be really rejuvenating for the product not only to get one of these titles on one of these ROH-feeling guys and gals, but I think it would go a long way, too, just because Dalton has so much personality and he can do so much. And at the end of the day, he's a really, really good wrestler. Like, whenever he's in the ring, it almost does that thing where it catches you by surprise of like, oh, damn, like, that bag ring looks good. Like, Mm -hmm. he knows what he's doing in there. This is a whole heck of a lot of fun, so... I'm I'm in with you on wanting it. I do have hesitations about uh, whether it's actually going to be him because SB3 is right. It might be Mark Briscoe if and when he's ready. Yeah. But we will see. We will see. I, I 
was kind of thinking it might have been Shane Taylor, but that was obviously not the case. So yeah. <laughs> here we are. Here we are again. Shame on us for thinking that one. I know. My hope, my heart, my And ROH, they rushed Mark through Hunt. it, Kate. They rushed through it. We didn't get to get the big in-ring promo together like we wanted. So I know. Uh. I know. We got that really great Shane Taylor promo kind of talking about the the era's passing. I don't know if you saw it last week. I did. But, Okay, yeah, yeah it was, I thought it was great, him saying, yeah. like, when I was champion, all anybody could talk about was the old days, and now right. look at us, like, the old guys are around, and I can call you out right now, was really, mm-hmm. really, really good stuff, so um, I hope that there's more to come from Shane Taylor in ROH, that's for sure. Right, but Samoa Joe is uh, having a pretty good time over there on AEW TV, so I see, I understand. He's just the best, man. He's so good. He's he's so damn good. Like, and I will say, like, he's been around a lot more than like Claudio or the tag team champions that are literally never around. Like, it is really, really, really nice to see that. Like, he does at least come back. And on a collision taping schedule, he should hypothetically be able to work that, right? So correct. Good stuff there. Confusing stuff around the corner here, though, in our Spanish announce project. Uh, Kate, what is this? <laughs> lightning fast defeat of Adam Priest and um, Shaft. Shout out to Adam Priest. Love Adam Priest. Adam Priest is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get to showcase a whole heck of a lot here, but we did get to kind of see his size to get control of Serpentico a little bit. But Angelico wins with the knee bar. And this is like three wins in a row for the SAP. And I have a couple of problems with it. First of all, what the heck? Second of mm-hmm. all, there's been nothing different about them other than they just got booked to win. There was no character trajectory from constant squash to now dominant force. Um, <sighs> nothing happened in between there to cause this transition. They just started winning. Um, so I don't love that. I think Angelico's great. Like, I, yes. I really think if this is a way to get him split off, maybe from the rest of SAP of like, He's going to be a force in the TV title picture at some point, or him and Blake Christian are going to tag or whatever. Like, I think there's a a good play there, but to just be like, oh no, actually they're great. It's it's kind of nuts without any sort of story or explanation. What do you think of this squash? But kind of more importantly, I guess what, what's going on here? Are we going to be seeing, is this for MJF and Adam Cole to come and squash them at some point? Like, what are we doing here? This exactly what you're saying is exactly what I was thinking when they were like, oh, they're on a win streak. I was like, why? Why in the world are these guys on the win streak? Nothing against them. But like, first of all, that name, I'm never going to get used to that name. That's Joel and Jose Maximo. That's forever going to be a thing. You can't be the Spanish announce anything because that's those guys. Still weird. But I like Angelico, a big Lucha Underground fan, so I do understand I would like him to get his thing off. But his partner has been getting jobbed out consistently on for this years. program that Literally we watch. <laughs> on, yeah, for years. But on this program with a mask and sometimes without a mask. Like, what's going on here? Why are we watching this guy? Now they're uh, contenders for what? Like Kate's saying, are they going to be for Adam Cole and MJF? No, dude, that's not a match that anyone in the world wants to see so yes i was watching this match very confused as to why they were not only are did they have this streak but commentary was getting over that they have this streak too which means like why are you putting focus on this weird stuff all around so weird very very weird and also luther's there now so why aren't they a trio like (laughs) there's 
There's a lot of odd stuff happening there. Now, I do want to clarify this. A-Shock saying that I hate the Snake Man. It's not that at all. It's not that I hate the Snake Man. I just, I don't, I don't want to get on Nyla's bad side. Okay? That's true. So, be cool. Yeah. We're going to be critical it. of it I'm on I'm not getting on this side with Nyla. I'm not going to, I can't Yeah, no, we're not, side. we're not going to cross Nyla. Okay? Just keep it chill. We're not, not going to, we're going to sit here and we're going to criticize Serpentico. We know whose good graces we want to stay in. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Simple for me. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Fancy Plus has a question for you, Reg. Ah. Hindsight, is it that impressive to make Punk cry? Oh, is, uh, yeah. is one of the uh, uh, funnier uh, 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 chats he's ever done. <laughs> uh, Great question. <laughs> I think it actually is. Because, yeah, great question, Maddie Plus. Uh, I'm going to say it is because you evoked genuine sentimental emotion and not griping. So there I'm going to still impressive of you. He wasn't angry. He was not angry trying to fight anybody for <laughs> at least that moment. You know what I mean? And, like, it is impressive <laughs> knowing what happens after he does a presser. Like, I, I didn't invoke him to go fight, like, the EVPs of his company. So that's pretty It's impressive. true. It's true. I think... Oh my God! Maybe you're the glue that holds it all together. I oh come on, you guys! Dang, good call, man. Good call. There's a there's a part on our super chat document that's just called Punk Slander. Let's not like <laughs> let's not keep that going. No, but I do appreciate that. That's what that. <laughs> I'm good with my regular co-host Philip Lindsay and how I had to go through everything right next to him. I can't. We're done here. No more it's punk talk. Much. It's too much. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> well, we move along to uh, Akira Hogan interview that I thought was really good. I feel like she has kind of really found her footing here in ROH. She was mm -hmm. lost a little bit after the baddies breakup, but I liked this interview that we get. We always get so much fire out of her, and it's a whole heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of just continuing along the, the path here. Felt like they kind of dropped her after the uh, Chicago street fight. She's back mm -hmm. in Chicago giving this promo. Ish, maybe we don't know if she was really in Chicago giving this promo, but whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, any any thoughts on what we got out of Kira Hogan? Uh, Kira Hogan was another person that joined us on stage for Starcast oh. for a little bit. So I mean, great segue over there. Uh, that was amazing. She's super cool, and uh, I'd like to see her be successful out here because she deserves it. Um, I think she's an underrated promo. So giving her a promo is really good, and she just needs more match time to showcase. Agreed, agreed. And we are continuing to build out the, I should mention what the promo was. We're continuing to build out the story between <laughs> her and Layla Gray, which I, yeah. I think is a fun one. She has the in-ring experience to kind of help Layla Gray along. She's very new to wrestling. Um, right. But she has a presence about her too. Uh, they obviously have the baddie story built in yep. there, which I, I like a lot. So good stuff from Kira Hogan. And I also liked this tag match that we got featuring your favorite Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale. Versus the Renegade Twins, Charlotte and Robin. And I actually really liked what we got ring-wise, particularly the finish, which was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I know not only did we get your favorite Sky Blue, but we also got uh, Ian rapping, which was by Willow's demand mm -hmm. and yours, I'm sure. But mm -hmm. some good, good stuff. I loved the way that they gave Sky Blue the win here. And I honestly don't know if they're building Sky Blue or if they just are in Chicago so much that she keeps getting wins because she's <laughs> from Chicago. But we get a pounce into a huge uh, spine buster. There were a couple really big spine busters from Willow in this that I loved for a near fall. But 
the Renegades coming back with rolling elbows for a near fall and Blue cutting off the pin and getting that code blue in. It, it looked really crisp. And um, however, this was all agented, just really, really worked. Like, yeah, it, it felt very clean and um, not like, oh, my gosh, she's over here and she's over here. Like, it just felt very cohesive and, and well executed down the stretch here. A lot of Willow showcasing, which you'd love to see. Um, good, a good use of the Renegade twins who are don't look alike. They're so you can't do twin magic, and we don't have a tag division. So nice to see some of these women's alliances making sense a little bit here. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think this was uh, we're in Chicago. Let Sky Blue get a big win because she's on all the AW shows and she's great. Um, seeing Willow and Sky Blue together, I think they're a really cool team. Uh, she Willow is just bright. She brightens up any room. She's amazing. She's the best. And uh, I think they should honestly, I know we talk about it pretty often, expand on this uh, Ring of Honor women's uh, tag team thing. Like, have more. There's more on the indies. There's more out there. There's more that you could put together. Let's do more of this. I, I liked it. I think it's fun. I think the Renegade Twins are just a super fun tag team. I've talked about them very often. Let them and the Hex and a couple of these other teams be the forefronters runners of your uh, new Ring of Honor women's tag division. It would be really cool. And let's let's be clear. I feel like every wrestling card should be booked to my taste and my taste alone. So this is this is what I want. Yeah. Um I think it would be really cool if Maria Canellas built out a women's ring of honor tag team tournament. Like maybe you don't have belts that you feel comfortable building out an entire division, but just doing a tournament with a cup that could establish something annually until you get to that point. I think it'd be really, really fun. And I'm calling for Maria because she did wonders with that division before the shutdown with Ring of Honor. And she did did. such a good job of pulling in like diverse, like there was a lot of diversity in that from not only like a representation standpoint, but a um, types of wrestler standpoint, like Mm -hmm. more entertainment, more hard hitting, more sports-based, more acrobatic. Like there was so much across the board that she was really able to weave in there. Um, so I'm I'm calling on her to do it. I'm laying down the challenge to the beautiful Maria Canellas right there. Yep, well, Maria's going to do it. Look, there's we, more. We in her. There, you can be doing more than hanging out with weird people with MILF obsessions. That's all I'm saying. We're going to get there too. We're going to get there too. But guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats. We got the Impact post show on the other end of this. They're going home to Emergence, a really strong card tonight. Uh, really strong card going into the pay-per-view, too. Some stuff that you love to see here. And some things that we got over here, I tell you. Uh, we can move along to this <laughs> six-man tag team championships proving ground match. I got some I got some qualms. Okay. Yep. Defeating Griff Garrison, Metalik, and Gravity. Okay. You know I'm a nerd, and I love rules, and I love yep. proving ground matches. Mm-hmm. Literally nobody has won a proving ground match, I don't think, since we rebooted. So I love stakes and I love proving ground matches and the way that they can earn people title shots. However, if no one ever wins one, it's not that great. But of course, these weren't gonna be the guys to do it. This is Griff Garrison, Metal Leak, and Gravity smooshed together in a trio that's not actually a trio Mm -mm. who are we building to challenge for these six-man belts (sighs) this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's not that hard. It can't, it cannot be this hard. You got to have some contender here. Yeah. It's funny because it seems like the light skin coalition is going to be the one to eventually do it. Like I keep feeling like they're the ones that are going to be the ones to be next up. Some iteration of the light skin coalition of Darius Martin, uh, action Andretti and whoever was back there that, you know, this, you know, that well, today that. was the best friend. So <laughs> they were like, okay, on the lines, like, I don't know, like big tans today. Oh, they can make it. Yeah, they'll work. So I don't know. Lord <laughs> almighty. Uh, by the way, SB3 made two observations. One, the exact same one here that they just choose another black guy around. Yep. And two also made the Austin theory study comparisons. I don't yeah. know if you guys DM but nope. it was hysterical. I was like, I don't even it. feel like I swapped out hosts here. It was no. ridiculous. <laughs> no cooperation or anything. It's just you, he has eyes. That's it. That's true. 
That is a good point. <laughs> we got a chat coming in from Matthew Hooks. Thanks for being so supportive. Saying six man champs, infantry, and Willie Mack. Interesting, but I. We're going to talk about it in a minute, but I really like that idea. Like, I like Willie Mack and the infantry kind of coming together. I do think they're waiting for Dante Martin to come back, and when Dante comes back, they'll yeah. win those six-man titles. Right. But, like, build up anyone else in the meantime? <laughs> like, you don't have to just wait till, like, okay, no other teams till then. Like, we could have another couple teams till then. That's true. That's true. I mean, a decent enough match here. I don't want to to bury the match. I'm just burying the reason we were having it. Mm-hmm. Prince Mama, of course, an artist. Um, but Metalik with a fantastic rope walk sent on for a near fall. Um, and then this match just kind of breaks down into the brawl. And the embassy finishes Metalik with an elevated splash from Leona. Uh, adding a little bit to their finisher. Adding a little bit more. So cool to see them continue to evolve. But evolve into what from what is still kind of to be determined here. Metalik, you missed. Uh, I don't know if you guys to stay alive or not. But Metalik and Zack Sabre Jr. having their... Um, Cruiserweight Classic rematch tournament was so, so good uh, mm-hmm. to kick off the show. Nice to see Meta League back in the picture here. Nice for commentary to refer to that. Um, but kind of weird to go from contendership in New Japan title to I'm in a random trio this week. Yep. Good, not great. Um, match, was, match was fine, but this felt like we had some stories today. And then we had the unplanned smushed together part of the show. This was part of the unplanned smushed together part of the show, right? Yeah, totally, totally. It's like the embassy, the mogul embassy guys are really good. So they can continuously do these matches like that. And they're going to be fun. But eventually, like, they haven't defended the championships. They haven't, like, half the time they're not even together. Sometimes they're a tag team. Like, it's like, there's a lot going on. Let's figure it out here. It does feel like they're trying to get to Dante Martin. But when is Dante Martin? If that's in five more months, dude, we cannot do this for five more months. I don't know how long it's going to be, but we got to figure something out. And it feels like you're telling 20 different stories of Brian Cage. First, he's over here with Big Bill. We like him with Big Bill, but then he's over here still with the Mogul Embassy by himself when half the time he's on TV without uh, Toa and uh, and Khan. So it's like, what's going on here? But I again, when you put these guys in the ring and just let them power bomb people and German suplex them on their neck, it's great viewing content i like it yeah they're great in the ring there's no doubt about that it's a lot of fun to watch them but watch them doing what exactly it's kind of of the next part right so we move on to kira hogan defeating layla gray paying off that promo that we were discussing earlier before i like this like i i do i think kira hogan has been underrated since she came in she was just not on tv and then she was a baddie and then she was a baddie who wasn't really wrestling um, she's really good in the ring. So it's just refreshing to see her get some reps in here. I thought this was great. This is another thing where it's like, okay, we're getting stories again in this women's division. We're starting to see who top contenders are, right? I think we know Layla Hirsch is. I think we know Kira Hogan is. Um, there's there's some good stuff developing in this. What did you think of this match uh, tonight? Uh, I've again i love that promo that was from earlier i love how they're kind of tying the story together that's like people i mean people weren't like i hope that they pay off the baddies thing but it's like cool that they're paying off the baddies thing here and uh anytime kira can get a win and kind of establish herself some more is great because 
again, like we got to tell her before the show, that match with Athena was insane. Uh, the, yes. the Chicago street fight. And it's right. like, I, I we kind of thought that after that, she was going to, you know, continue doing that. And she hasn't gotten the chance to, but it looks like they might be reinvested in her. So like, let's continue. If this is the way up there, they're giving her promo time. They're giving her a match. Like, let's just keep doing this. One thing that I appreciated tonight that we got to was just like more story with that. Um, I, I feel like we've been getting so many only backstage promos that I would like to see them expand formats in the promos that they're delivering. True. But I do feel like we're at least getting some more promos that are actually building and leading to something. Oh my goodness. If it isn't the wonderful, beautiful Miss Denise Salcedo <laughs> popping in to send some wow. love. Well, thank, thank you, you, Denise. Denise. Oh my god! I think she's supposed to be on vacation, isn't she? Get on vacation. No, no, no. She's all. She's working on going on vacation. She's gonna she's turn her phone off when she's on vacation. She I better. Hope she does. Thanks, Denise. You're the best. The wonderful, incredible Denise Salcedo, who is an mm-hmm. absolute rock star. Um, go support her and her channel. But she uh, in ten days. <laughs> look at look, in ten days. She says she's got vacation in ten days. You better turn her. all the electronics off, Denise. No cell phone. No laptop no nothing no wrestling no disconnect from mm-hmm. everything but i uh i don't know if she's announced it yet so i'm not gonna announce it but she had me on her channel with the the lovely alex queen of the ring uh to do some some fun work so mm-hmm. that was an absolute blast she's always she's just such a force man like yeah what she does in the space and for women in the space like oh my god how cool is Denise? oh yeah like, i like all those peoples i'm still trying to do more potting with alex alex if you're watching this let's get together for some potting that was aggressive but i appreciate it she's Sorry. great <laughs> <laughs> from one amazing she likes it aggressive i don't know that might sound <laughs> sound like me at the beginning of the show earlier with the old face comments but i'm saying we moved from the beautiful wonderful incredible denise salcedo to the beautiful wonderful incredible maria whose interview backstage uh regarding griff garrison and what she was kind of setting up for him last week and cole carter who is wearing an i love hot mom shirt that is his whole character right now and i am so bored and find this extremely cringe uh, I do not care about this in the slightest. I do care about Griff Garrison. I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad that there's a place for him in ROH. Like, I know Brian Pillman went on to do Brian Pillman Jr. We know what Brian Pillman's fate was. Brian Pillman Jr. has moved on to NXT. But... Jesus. <laughs> Things are going off the rail, I think. You know what? Listen, I can only watch so many six man matches. Come on, dude. Like, like what do you guys want from us? People, all right. <laughs> I have to do this on Tuesdays, man. We we just go nuts because what are we gonna talk about? But we got right. some good stuff tonight. Yes. No complaints here, but uh I, I'm just not in on this Cole Carter character. I've I've said kind of time and time again, like I think he'll find it. This ain't it for me. I think being paired with uh <laughs> slandering people loving hot moms i'm saying come on like like i'm not just right here it's true it's true look it's it's not (laughs) it's not loving hot moms it's not it's cole carter loving hot moms okay it's it's specifically the way this is rolling out i think it's very wonderful that you want to support hot moms everywhere you have to you have to if you don't support hot moms you're weird 
I think we both went to take that chat down at the same time and both put it back up on the screen at the same time, which I love because it meant we're not done talking about Reg's love of hot moms. I hot moms, it. one more time. I need to say it out loud. Hey, hot moms. <laughs> off the rails, you guys. Come on. <laughs> You're going to keep giving us these non-existing mogul embassy title matches. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Get. You know what? We're just going to talk about hot moms. Tell us your favorite hot mom in the chat. Doesn't even have to be a wrestling hot mom. You know what I mean? Oh, Reg is going to tell us his favorite hot no, mom. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> sure you can. Come on. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. The list mm -hmm. is Jericho. I don't want to exclude right anybody. Yeah, I don't want to leave anybody You don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I it's respect tough. it. It's tough. We're going to not talk about Cole Carter and Hot Moms anymore. We are going to talk about the infantry and Willie Mack <laughs> defeating August Matthews, Davey Bang, and Jossie of Security Guard Extraordinaire. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Like, I really like the infantry with Willie Mack because they're just, they're different in the right way, right? Like, and Willie Mack kind of works differently than just about anybody like he, he, he really does and to see him in there with the infantry i thought was was fun i do feel like the infantry is a great tag team and they should work in the tag team division we got a lot of that tonight with this crossover stuff that i'm not a fan of i want to know who is on what rosters and what divisions they're in has been a persistent complaint of mine but as far as the way it unfolded in the match reg i actually thought this was pretty fun what were your thoughts yeah um a lot of homies in this, not only the infantry and Willie Mack, but Jossie. Great. I loved everything about uh, these people here. Another one more StarCast um, plug here. Another people group of people that joined us uh, for our little show was the infantry asking us who our favorite Ring of Honor tag team was and who our favorite just tag team in general was. We did not say the infantry both times, so sorry, you guys. But um, uh, great to see them here on the show. <laughs> Great to see them here. No, as a team, like, I think if we're doing this, I was going to say, I think if we're, no, the infantry is a tag team, dude. Just let them be a tag team. I love Willie Mack. Just have him be a single star. Why are we putting them together like this? They have a trios with Trish. Now you're doing this. I like them all individually. Let's continue them as a tag team because we want to have clear cut things of what's going on. And I think the infantry can be great for the tag division that you need to continue building. So I was just at that point of like, I like this putting together different teams and, and different things. And Willie Mack needs to have his try. He might be a little bit too dark skin for the top flight thing, but you know, I, I like them, you know, putting these different pieces together. And uh, I think it's fun. Yeah. I think they have the champagne problem. I guess it's not a champagne problem, but they run into the like the blessed fortune of the fact that they have some of the best wrestlers in the world available to them at any time, exactly. right? So yeah. they can get lazy with stories and the matches are mm -hmm. still going to be great, but I would prefer they just didn't get lazy with stories. That would be that would be my like, have the great wrestlers and the stories together. Yeah, that's that's all that's all we want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all we want in this world. Uh, but this was a quick one, too. We got uh, Sean Dean winning with the Russian leg sweep, I believe, was the finish here. Nice to see Jossie in there. Uh, bring Dan Barry in there. Bring the whole security team from WrestleMania on over. We love it. We love yep. it. We get uh, Layla Hirsch defeating Lady Frost here. And then 
kind of telling off Maria Kanellis and what was a, a fun way to go about things. I actually really liked what we got out of Layla Hirsch. I'm a little confused because it feels like every time Lady Frost comes back, it's like, oh my God, Lady Frost is back. And then they're just like, but she is going to lose. And I'm like, yeah. I get that you have to have people lose to build other people. But like, to me, Lady Frost is kind of like Trisha Dora. And like, why are they taking L's if you're trying to make them feel like big contenders? Um, so I didn't like love that, but I thought the match itself was really fun. Commentary did a really good job talking about the stylistic difference and how Lady Frost was having kind of her more fundamentals of wrestling pulled out of her and kind of a, a harder hitting, more aggressive side from uh, Layla Hirsch, like, like bringing that to light, which I thought was really fun. I liked this match. I liked that it got a lot of time. Um, I just hope that there's, there's tracks in here for all the wonderful ladies that we're seeing on TV, but some good, a, a great match. And uh, in the post-match, we get Layla Hirsch blowing off Maria after she and Cole Carter come to the ring. Maybe she's like, I don't really like this hot mom shirt either. Yep. You guys are a joke. I'm uh -huh. Layla Hirsch. But I love that mm -hmm. she said, I'm doing fine. I don't need your help. Like right. very sincerely at Maria, um, which is cool because they already set up the framework that Maria has been helping her get opportunities right so it right. it feels like she should still need maria in a sense what were your thoughts on the match and then this little post-match angle that we got uh yeah it's 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 hard because like they were kind of building lady frost a little bit i don't know they had her bit beat trish and this yeah it seems like every time she leaves and comes back they have her <laughs> on this losing streak again but it's great for layla hirsch i think which is um, if there's probably three contenders to on the short list to beat Athena, she's up there. So you want to continuously build her and giving her opponents like Lady Frost, I think it's great. This kind of plays on to the reason that I like this story with Layla Hirsch and Maria is it kind of plays on to the real story of Layla Hirsch of people thinking like, oh no, she needs a mouthpiece. She needs someone to talk for her. She needs this thing. And her to be like, I don't need any of that. I'm going to come in here and kick ass and get my money and leave. I think it's a great story to tell. So it, it's, there's some, a little bit of realism in it, which I think expands it. Yeah. I, I like that a lot too. And I do feel like you could go either way with it. You could have Layla Hirsch not need her, or you could have right. her run into something. Maybe Maria Canellas picks somebody else. Maybe she starts managing Allison K and all of a yep. sudden Layla Hirsch is looking at a giant that she didn't have to do before. So Maria and Allison K though. Mm, that's a pretty good combo. Yeah, that's not a bad mm. call, right? We don't mm -hmm. hate that idea. Mm -hmm. Don't hate that idea at all. Well, it's Eddie Kingston, partner. Mm -hmm. He's back with Shavada, defeating Gringo Loco and Blake Christian, who is too good to not be on a clear path in ROH. My God. Yes. Like, you've had him signed. I thought he was great in this match. He always is. But tonight, there was just something about, like, his delivery of stuff and the way he was laying things in. Um, I think he can be so acrobatic. You almost lose sight of how great his wrestling fundamentals are. But like this kid is 26, I think. Yeah. My God, he's got a bright future ahead of him. He gets this on every level, but tonight it was Eddie Kingston's and Shibata's to win as to be expected. I thought this was a whole lot of fun. There was something so great about the way Shibata worked tonight that just reminds you of why they call him the wrestler, right? Like mm -hmm. the way he was laying in those um, punch and chop sequences, the way he even just does little things like floats over. It's so kind of unique to him, but so 
sports-based pro wrestling-ish. Like, feels almost like that New Japan era where it was shoot wrestling fights a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, feels very, very much in that vein. And pairing him with Eddie Kingston for this machine gun chops, a whole bunch of fun coming out of Eddie Kingston. I think we're going to keep pushing to him and Claudio here, but a fun tag match. I just want Blake Christian to to be on a path. A really fun ending sequence where he hit a 450 springboard, which is one of my favorites that there is in the game, um, and then hit the frog splash, and Eddie Kingston got the knees up. His selling of that was beautiful. Um, really, really good stuff here. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I probably wouldn't put the Team GCW of Blake Christian and Gringo Loco in this position. I think both of them... If I were to pick a match for the two of them, Eddie Kingston and Shibata probably wouldn't be the match I'd put them against uh, in against. I probably would put them against each other if I was doing a match. But I understand what's going on. You're trying to kind of build the Eddie Kingston and Shibata thing. Again, uh, reiterate 500 times, seeing Shibata is just insane. He's great. But seeing Eddie Kingston back consistently has been so refreshing. He's just, everything he does is amazing when he uh works when he does suplexes when he does backhands when he talks of course he's one of the best in the world and so uh it seems like they're setting eddie kingston up to come and beat this man for this ring of honor world championship i don't know he's he has some big hatred for him and uh we got a big show coming up in uh Arthur Ashe stadium in new york i think that's a pretty good time you know for somebody you know that really loves new york I'm going to cry. If I get to see Eddie <laughs> Kingston win the ROH title at Grand Slam, just ugly cry. I mean, yes. where else, Kate? Where else? I mean, on an ROH pay-per-view, I guess, but yeah, Grand Slam, you know. man, like, <laughs> if I go from being harassed about chicken tenders one year to getting to see Eddie Kingston, that's my, I'm finishing my story, okay? That's my but triumph. what if you go get chicken tenders during Eddie Kingston's? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm vegan now. They bullied me. Boom! There it is. Unless they got like some cauliflower bullshit, I don't think that's a danger of it. In your face, hey, them cauliflower wings be hitting though. They're not bad. It's mm-hmm. not a bad substitute. Yeah. It's just, it's just not the same. It's not the same at all. But I mean, you know, you got. I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff here. Shibata winning with the Pele kick. Um, just incredible what he's been able to do in this leg of his career. It's, it's so awesome. And to your mm-hmm. point, we never take it for granted. Princey wild stuff. Uh, We move on to an ROH World Championship Proving Ground match with Claudio Castagnoli defeating Lee Johnson. We got a promo earlier that um, he says, like, he's big shotty Lee and all he needs is his one shot. Nobody wins Proving Ground matches, which kind of makes them null and void. Regent feels like a way for them to just make matches shorter, which I don't necessarily love. (laughs) But interesting strategy fine enough yeah i don't think this should be the guy to do it again like I, I i don't think it's probably like his time but he was uh in what did you call them i can't say it i can't <laughs> i have no right to be calling anybody light-skinned but the light-skinned coalition <laughs> i am whiter than white i'm the whitest uh-huh. white girl but he was with top flight last week and so now he's now he earns a proving ground shot. I don't know. Very odd. But Castagnoli hitting the Swiss death uppercut for the win. This was a lot of fun. I mean, Claudio being in action on ROH television is a refreshing change. Yeah. Um, hopefully they kind of build out some more substantive stuff for him. But it's just nice to see our champion around, Reg. 
Yeah, great to see Claudio doing his thing. I think anytime that he's here, even if he's in these people that probably shouldn't be in Proving Ground matches, Proving Ground matches, it's just fun to see him on display. And uh, I like Lee Johnson. I think he's a really talented guy, and um, seeing more of him is always a plus. So this is all around pretty good. Um, Being able to be on display against Claudio, I think, is better for Lee Johnson. Like, this is one of the matches that he's going to, like, go back and watch 5,000 times to see all the cool things he has to do or what he can do to improve. Uh, This was a proving ground match, not for that championship, but just for Lee Johnson in general. So I think it was a win. You know what? I like that. I'll actually buy that as justification for him being in it because it's more justification than get anywhere else. But he's a great wrestler. It's great to see him in this spot. This Barbie is here for Lee Johnson. I'm good. I'll take it. Good stuff. We are coming down the home stretch a little bit, closing out with the last few matches. We'll remind you to stick around for the Impact post show. They've got a good go home to talk about. It'll be nice to see Joel and Cresta. I think Joel got to see some of those tapings live as well. Mm. Uh, Trinity making big moves, maybe through tables. I don't know. Stick around to hear all about what they've got going on at Impact. Also remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com with all the scoops you could ever want in your whole life, as well as confirming some other stories that were broken today on, on PW Insider, the departure of A-Steel, things like that. Uh, we got you covered at Fightful, but we got all the scoops in the game that you could possibly want on FightfulSelect.com. Your CM Punk scoops, your Becky Lynch scoops, your contract news. We got it all happening over here. So go ahead and subscribe. You're not only supporting that ecosystem, but you get a bunch of bonus podcasts as well. We appreciate you guys supporting us. But we move on to the Iron Savages who get a funny little in-ring promo that got a little mistimed. They kind of had to rush their last line of it. <laughs> but they defeat Caleb Conley and Ren Jones, who I was not familiar with, so I'm, I'm always glad to see independent talent popping up on my screen here. But also happy to see the Iron Savages continuing to, to move along here. Like, I, I've been screaming about this for a while. They win quickly with their elevator drop splash, as to be expected. but. This whole personality revamp is is working for me. I like it. Yeah, I like uh, the Iron Savages. I think they're great. Ren Jones, I think, does work out in AAW out there in Chicago. So it was really cool to see him out there um, getting to have the showcase. The ROH tag team division is quietly being rebuilt into what we kind of wanted. They're not saying it out loud and making any emphasis on it but it's quietly happening we saw some developments today iron savages are out there i think the inventory could get away and there's there's a bunch of people that are going to make this dope eventually when they get it back together so anytime you see these guys on here getting the showcase i think it's good i agree i can't wait to see them in a four-man uh with the best friends next week Yes. I'm just being a pitch. I'm wait. very happy. Very happy mm-hmm. to see the Iron Savages. They got some reps on collision as well, but they're just some of the best big men around. Like they're really, really, really good. And I do like that they kind of have this refreshed personality because I think it differentiates them from like big, scary big men that we see kind of a lot of in all of wrestling and in AEW. So they got something that makes them stand out, which makes me very happy. Right. We got a quick promo uh, with Smart Mark, and it looks like Josh Woods is going to be hosting an open challenge soon, which is cool. 
but kind of odd because he doesn't have a title and there is a title for the division that he competes in. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got away from Smart Mark. Now we're back with Smart Mark. I do appreciate that they're keeping the team separate. Like, I I think Tony Nese and Josh Woods should be separate, but like, I don't know, just let Josh Woods go out there and beat people's ass. Let him go out there and hit chaos theories and win matches and, and be awesome. But he they did clarify that like he's working in the pure division. And I think that's really cool. Like to have a pure division workhorse, that's not just Daniel Garcia or Wheeler Yuta is mm-hmm. refreshing. So I feel like him being kind of a, a stakeholder in the pure division to be putting on pure matches with people that are there with independent talent is a really, really good thing. So I don't want to be too negative on that, but um, maybe consider giving that by the belt if that's going to be the case. <laughs> Open challenge for what, up. dude? What am I yeah. challenging for? <laughs> to face Josh Woods, who's great, but like... <laughs> I don't. Did our background just change? What happened here? <laughs> I actually know exactly what happened. Did Sean go live in our streamyard on his Bengals account? Is what happened. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You cannot do the same brands while you're streaming at the same time. That's very mm. funny. I hope he now has a Kate Elizabeth and Righteous Red yep. one. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Get your own streamyard account, Sean. All Dude, right. we're doing something over here. Don't try to talk about football. We're talking to, about I'm wrestling. I'm trying to make you money. All right. <laughs> Come on. Uh, any thoughts on on this Smart Mark alliance with Josh Woods? Anything in, in that? Uh, uh, great to see Josh Woods on TV. If this leads to more Josh Woods on TV, that's great. I thought he looked cool standing there during the promo. <laughs> he did. He looked very cool. He has got cool tattoos, and he is a badass. So mm-hmm. we stand Josh Woods. Woods is the goods, baby. Let's go. So we moved to our main event, which was not our world champion for some reason, but was for some reason action and training Darius Martin and the best friends versus the outrunners, who I'm very glad to see getting consistent reps uh, with the workhorsemen, Anthony Henry, J.D. Drake. You guys know how I feel about the workhorsemen. I adore them. Speaking of action and ready. AW announced that he will be facing John Moxley for the international title at Collision on Saturday, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty cool from the perspective of, I like that we're getting cross-programming like that. Like, I don't want to harp too much on the punk stuff, but like him being gone means that there's open locker rooms now, which is great. <laughs> John Moxley can show up on a Saturday without it being a potential fight, which is good. Really, really, really like that piece of it. Um, Action Andretti has not been on some singles run. I don't know why he's getting the shot, but all right. Uh, our main event was was fun, as to be expected. I, I wish they would figure out, not only for ROH's sake, but like, are the best friends an ROH tag team or not? Like, they deserve more. Not only does like ROH deserve more, but I feel like the best friends um they should be a trio with orange cassidy now that he's dropped the title like that's that's my thinking like them versus the acclaimed with daddy ass could be the house of ass i guess Mm -hmm. could be like a whole bunch of fun as a face-on-face program um or they should at least be competing in trios matches like that uh but this match was great like I love Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake so much. I talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Darius and Andretti are great. The best friends are great. This this had some fun stuff, but the match breaks down uh, into a flurry that kind of ends with the strong zero from the best friends to get the win. 
of course, the varsity team coming to JV is going to get the win here. Not sure what this was really for, but I can't complain that it wasn't a good match. It was a little bit short, but it was fine other than that. A couple of brawl breakdowns and multi-man matches today kind of felt like lazy booking a little bit, but mm -hmm. that's where we're at for our main event. I don't know. I would put probably my world champion in that slot, but what you He's think? He's you have the world champion there. on the show. Maybe just like let him be the main event. Uh, find stuff for work here. Like uh, again, best friends were here. Hey, have a match. Light skin coalition, join them. It'll all be great. A lot of great elements here in the match. Uh, I like all of these guys. Uh, just uh, this was like a we're going home, you guys type uh, match, and like nothing to complain about, but nothing really to bite onto. Yeah, it's just weird when you have both the MVP world champion and Athena and Claudio on the show. I get wanting to open with Athena because it's an attention grabber, but then put your world champion in the main event slot is what right. I would do, especially since this was a smushed together episode. Closing us out with the final super chat, feeling dreepy saying he needs to lose. I think this is in relation to Samojo. He needs to lose the ROH TV title so that some other people can be seen as bigger stars. If he's going to be a main character on main shows, also, Joe should never lose the title because Samoa Joe not having the title is a crime against nature. <laughs> I mean, somebody else should be it, but he also shouldn't lose. Yeah, I'm that's how kind of I feel about Athena. I'm like, she can never lose this title, but also it's time for her to move on. Yeah, I guess I agree. My bigger thing is that's exactly what's going on with Claudio. Like, if it was yeah. one or the other, I'm like, all right, I get that. But since both of them are MIA champions in a sense, like it would be nice if one of them felt like a more ring of honor. It's weird to say like Samoa Joe is not a ring of honor guy. Cause he's so iconic with the brand, but like current rendition of ring of honor, like moving this product forward ring of honor. Um, so it, it would be nice if one of the two of them at least was around a little bit more. That being said, like Joe's been around to defend a little bit. He's just not there yeah. week over week, but like he's been around, I think because of the strike, like, Right. Sweet tooth, sweet tooth wasn't happening. So he's mm -hmm. he's been around a little bit, but it is getting a little bit convoluted when you have your ROH champions and not only storylines in AEW, but like top storylines at AEW like like Joe and Claudio are. Right. Yeah, they're gonna have to uh do something about it. <laughs> I don't know if there's a better way to say it, honestly. I don't know if there's a better way to say it. So we're going to bring on the Impact crew who looked like they had a hell of an episode tonight. I hope it was as fun as it looked on paper. What a little glam squad we got with Miss Cresta. Hi, beautiful. I robbed the Joker before we went on air. So here I am. How about a oh smile? <laughs> Joker sting? It's showtime. I had to think about what one of his catchphrases was. I'm like, there's a lot it's of catchphrases. So hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> I can't do it. I hit puberty the other week, uh, so I can't man. do it. Unfortunate. Yeah, did anyone make a comment about the two of y'all and your hairstyles going into tonight? That you both had the same top thing going on? <laughs> Nobody oh. said anything about our top Nobody thing. Said, Look, just, it's 25 <laughs> degrees out here already. It's warm. I get it. I'm not hating. I'm just saying mm -hmm. I was watching. I had my, my Twitter up and I get saw it. Up, up, and I was like, <laughs> they dressed in the same? Like, they doing the same hair? I, <laughs> Where we coordinated. <laughs> Where are your gloves and why doesn't your hair look like Cresta's is the better question, I feel like, Joel. Real How about I get the memo about the glasses? Best I can also. Do hat. 
I don't think I can fit into this. Are you putting a condom on your head? What's happening? I can put his hat on my head. Hey, listen, listen. We Jean Ticlin. That's cat hair. That's cat. Hold on. Things are breaking down already. We were off the rails on the ROH show, so this is just a nice continuation. Is it cute? was you guys are adorable. Somebody please take a screenshot of that. Put it into the world. It's off. That was impact. It's good for the second time. Oh, I mean, we get it. Reg is at StarCast, and he already saw some of our ROH matches, and Joel and his whole family went to Impact. Oh, my God. I'm mm-hmm. going to beat up Steve Macklin. No, you're not. You're going to get your ass beat by Steve Macklin. Yeesh. Okay? He doesn't know where to find me. He's too busy having flight delays to go from Elizabeth, New Jersey to White Plains, New York, when you could just drive to the damn town. I see you, Steve Macklin. Coward. Aggressive, but I gotta be honest, the better call as someone who lives in Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. Just drive. Don't take that flight. uh, It came from Deanna. I don't know where they were coming from or where she was coming from, but she's like, I've had travel delays all day, like a 10 hour delay. I'm like, aren't you like a few hours? It came from Deanna. I already saw all the It's on her Twitter. (laughs) Impact Insider Joel Pearl. Ultimate Insider Joel Pearl. Stop. Are you telling me a wrestler tweeted about having travel delays? No way. A professional wrestler tweeted, tweeted about Never. having travel delays. No way. I know. It's the first time. At least they didn't lose their bags. Otherwise, you'd be hearing all about it for weeks. True. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Off the rails. All the way off. Like five minutes into the show, Reg and I were. So it's it's mm-hmm. fine. But we will let you guys get down to it. I hope you had a fun watch of the go home show to emergence. Stay tuned for the impact crew. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Victory Road, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they never get it right. I had to fix the stream because they couldn't get it right. It's Love all Kate. good. <laughs> people don't respect people don't put respect on impact's people just name. Don't respect us in impact land. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.